Hello and welcome to Coach Mark and Manila, the podcast. I am Coach Mark and Manila, or at least so they tell me. I'm not too sure some days. It's a very busy schedule I have. And I am from eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. It's lovely to have you join me. It's always a great delight to see the listeners building and the comments coming in. And I am absolutely thrilled and delighted that you're loving what we're doing here. I hope it continues. And remember, it is your show. So please message in and let me know what you want to hear and see next. I'm here to build you the content that's going to get you to where you need to go in your life. And remember, if you are struggling, you can sign up for my newsletter, which gives you loads of tips and techniques. You can also get yourself a free 30-minute Zoom session to discuss anything that's troubling you. Well, okay, within reason, anything to do um, with what I can specialize in. Um, So, for example, if you're having difficulties passing interviews, your IELTS OET, I'm your man. What about presentation confidence? If you're nervous, perhaps you don't think you can speak very well. Your intonation may be struggling. Perhaps you're doing a lot of weird stuff if you're an Arabic speaker by chopping the words up, as my lovely student in Egypt once used to say, sounding like a machine gun. She does no longer. She is sounding perfect. Now, you can do the same. Join her, okay? Get a session with me, and let's check out what's going on for you too. Also, if you want to create wealth, maybe online, perhaps you want to invest in UK and USA property, and you want some advice on that and access to development, I can also assist you there. I have access to a lot of opportunities here worldwide, and I'm trying to put people together with other people to put you all in the right direction. If I can't assist you my house, myself, the chances are I know somebody who can. Remember, I work with over 740 people worldwide here, so there are a lot of people I know, and I'm trying to build networks for you all. You can also join my academies. I've got two academies launched, okay? The first one already out there, and that's IELTS, OET, and English Confidence Success Academy. Uh, the link is down below, and for less than a price of a cup of coffee per day, you can access everything. That's your IELTS, your OET, be confident, exclusive podcasts you won't find on the free feed, and so much more, all right? It's also a networking platform to find jobs. And when you sign up to my newsletter as well, you get access to monthly listings of jobs that are handpicked by me, international jobs that I know many of you will be suitable for, including in the IT sector, the pharmaceutical sector, um, medical, you name it, legal, tech, all right? So it's worthwhile signing up, but that newsletter is totally free. Also on my academy, you can put yourself a talking heads video, which literally introduces you to new employers. They can come and watch your video, and we circulate that to our massive network in Canada, the UK, America, Australia, New Zealand, and some parts of Europe to try to get you in front of our recruitment contacts and also companies that we know are looking actively for people in your sector. So really, you shouldn't miss that one. If you're an Arabic speaker as well, let me just speak to you very quickly. There is a new academy coming soon, the 2030 Academy, okay, Coach Mark and Nino's 2030 Academy, but it's not just for people in Saudi. It's for anybody who is an Arabic speaker with a particular focus on a safe space for female Arabic speakers to bring your confidence up because, you know, you have been removed from the conversation for quite some time. Um, You haven't had the opportunity to converse and integrate with your male counterparts as readily, um, not in some parts of the Arabic-speaking world. And clearly, we are sensitive to these cultural differences. At the same time, you're going to be joining a wider global market soon, particularly in Saudi Arabia. We want to get your confidence up. I want that for you, and I'm sure you do too. 
So I want to provide you with a safe coaching space to do that. And then we also integrate you with our male counterfeit Arabic speakers as well and other nationals too. Okay. So it is a progressive academy that, but it is specifically for Arabic speakers because you do face more challenges than the standard ESL learner. You've got to read a different direction, left to right, right to left, okay? You've got all differences with, you know, lack of capitalization, punctuation is all over. It's really confusing. Um, and your confidence can take a bit of a kicking. That's a nice expression, but not nice to happen. So join me on that. Sign up. You can follow the link down below to register. And as soon as that academy is ready to launch, you will then be alerted and given the opportunity to join us. All right. Also, don't miss out. I've got nine free places for a 40-minute expert coaching masterclass with me. And thanks to a very generous sponsor who has sponsored some of these sessions for you. So a big thank you to her. She's over in Japan. And um, we know who you are. Thank you very much for everything. And take care of yourself, okay? Right, today I'm going to be speaking about something that causes, again, a lot of trouble. Um, you know, we don't want this to happen, but it can and does happen um, as a... a foreign speaker of English, all right? So non-native speaker of English as a second language. Um, when we are talking about taking a job overseas and migrating, it sounds lovely, right? All exciting, you're all ready and happy to go. There is a reality check though too. In some companies, it's not so great as you would hope for. Let's talk about what happens if you face problems in your workplace, when you have immigrated overseas, or maybe you're working in your own country, but you are now having to speak and webcam on a daily basis with international colleagues, all right? So clearly, diverse workforces are beneficial for businesses. Um, you know, it brings a wealth of experience and cultural input, which is particularly true, okay, for many um, companies these days. They try to hire from all different parts of the globe because of we're in a global world, right? Okay, pandemic or not, it's still happening. So sometimes um, it really is challenging, all right? Um, if you think about it, you know, you are a speaker of English as a second language, which I think is pretty amazing, okay? So you're an expert in your chosen field, but in addition, you've also mastered the art of an entirely new language, particularly in advanced business level. I am in awe of all of you. What you do, your performances are nothing less than miracles at times. I mean, quite frankly, um, you know, I wish my Chinese and, <laughs> and, and, and my, my Spanish and my French were as good as your English, right? So you really do put the world to shame with the efforts you put in. Um, you know, my Arabic speakers, you work exceptionally hard okay, on this. And my Korean speakers, oh my goodness, your work ethic is second to none. Right. Chinese speakers too, you're all amazing actually. I can't really pick out and think about any nationality that does better than another here when it comes to desiring to get this English right and you want it as native as you can. Now, sadly, at times, we find that the workplace you enter into is not entirely welcoming, right? Okay, and we got to deal with it because, like I said in the previous podcast, um, developing resilience and persistence in the face of adversity requires you to accept some possible truths. We don't want this to happen, and I want you to create a vision of a workplace which is going to be accepting and only look for that in your workplace and the chances are you'll find it. But if you come across perhaps not an entirely welcoming space, you need to be prepared for that too. And the way we do that is talking about it now so you can be prepared. You know what problems that other ESL speakers are, are getting, okay? And you can then prepare and almost like make yourself stronger, all right? So really, it's human instinct, really. Um, and I believe something that we've got to work on on learning. But 
it does appear to be from statistics and looking at research and i've observed what happens in teams and workplaces that we're far more likely to trust the person who speaks to us in english that is without as much of an accent than someone for whom english is obviously not their native language now i say that with a big room for movement okay i am not to be really clear i am not saying that that is right i'm not saying that's proper uh, or acceptable however my experience of working just this year alone with like what 740 students now worldwide all different nationalities and different professions i have to say the top one thing that many students come to me for is help with an accent getting in the way or perhaps ruining their chances of what they feel is their interview success or their presentation success if they're trying to win new customers. I worked with a fantastic student, Luca, if you're still listening, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time, my friend, and I hope we work together very soon. Luca is fantastic, all right? Um, works within a particular sector, which I will not name. Um, but, you know, and Luca doesn't mind me sharing this, okay? Um, he said, he said, look, you know, Mark, people don't take me seriously um, because Luca is from Italy. And in Italian, um, Italian speakers, as he says, we, we drop everything, we drop the H's, it's hello, how are you, right, okay, and that is a really poor example, okay, Luca, Luca, I'm so sorry, my friend, <laughs> all right, checks in the post, that's a good expression, checks in the post means I owe you some money for that, right, okay, so, look, Luca himself said, Mark, you've got to help me, right, because other people that I'm presenting, you know, webinars for, you know, in my team, they're all from Oxford, Cambridge. They sound really nicely spoken, you know, home county speaking like this. Absolutely wonderful, you know. And then he says, I come along and I go, right, okay, so we're going to, okay. and this was his kind of example. He said, I just, I sound awful. Now, this was Luca's own assessment of himself. Personally speaking, I didn't think it was quite as bad as Luke's making out, but it's valid because he felt uncomfortable. So it doesn't matter what I think about your accent or whether I believe that, you know, this is actually accurate or not. What matters is what you believe of your accent. And if you are, you know, there believing that you sound awful, it's going to wreck your confidence, even if it's not reality, even if it's not true. Okay, we've got to work on that, you know, and get you to look at your reality. But sometimes, it's not really even down to that. It's the fact that you believe you sound awful and it's to do with your accent okay, or your pronunciation. So we absolutely have to help you work on that to help you feel a little bit better. So with Luca, this is what we did. But he found there was a, a I would say, an unconscious bias. Um, one of the other companies that I'm launching soon is um, inclusivity, diversity and inclusivity training. So you can find out more about that there. Um, but there is a, what we call a conscious Okay, conscious bias and an unconscious bias. In this case, unconscious bias in equality terms simply means that you have a stereotype, an assumption about somebody. So if somebody speaks in an accent, they're less trustworthy. Now, the line of business Luca was in was highly professional and needed to give very good advice. And it was to do with very high priced, shall we say, purchases and transactions. So, you know, for him, it was important people trusted him. And it was causing a problem with his sales figures because he wasn't performing as well as his colleagues. And yet what he did was just as good. All right. So this doesn't mean that we should refuse to believe someone who comes from another place, okay, another English speaking country. Um, and it, equally, it doesn't mean that we should trust everybody who just speaks fantastically great, clear, unaccented English. 
okay because there's plenty of people who do that and they they could be criminals they could be murderers i mean you know so i think that there's just a problem with this in general but this is something that's stereotyped so we've got to work with it so the second we hear accented english that is spoken maybe by and i'm just picking random nationalities here i am not saying please people that these particular nationalities are the problem okay but look spanish chinese indian french german portuguese i don't care all right it just seems to be that any other language speaker and our level of trust starts to fall, right? Now, think about it. How many times have you maybe um, endured somebody saying in a very condescending way, what does condescending mean? Remember, make this an active learning session. Write this one down, people, and use it. To endure, endure a condescending comment. Condescending means almost like patronizing, like condescending, to descend to go down. It's like, phew, you know, belittling you, treating you like a child. So to endure it means to suffer it. E-N-D-U-R-E, endure. Endure a condescending comment. So how, how many times have you had to suffer a bit of a put down? We call it a put down, okay, a negative comment, treating you like a child. We call it patronizing. You say, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Let me talk to someone else, okay? Now, I'm sure that many of you will probably be nodding your heads. Okay, if you're at business and your work or your customer service or something or you're in a team and somebody says, well, let me talk to someone else. I, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Right. That's awful. Okay. So really, it's a matter of trust. So we've got to look at that. That can be a problem. And that can sometimes be resolved by looking at your fluency, your ability to handle those situations better and also looking at your pronunciation and maybe if an accent is really getting in the way. Okay. So I want you to be reassured that all of these things we can do something about, mostly, okay? The next thing is lack of support, right? So you're an expert in what you do. You've been given the job. Fabulous, great, all right? You've even got a certificate to say how great you are at English. But, okay, now, when we give you a presentation to colleagues, right? We give you a presentation, sorry, to, to give to colleagues around the world, right with a minimum amount of planning time maybe on zoom or skype or something right we really are throwing you into the deep end right i understand this so so well right now look a presentation like that with anybody if you just said okay um you've got to stand in for your colleague the meeting's in um one day's time oh right even a native speaker like, what do you mean one day's time i don't know i'm going to fit in all this work but you have also got the added like mm, terror this is all got to be done in perfect English as well, right? Okay, so it's different. And it's not a language that is your native language. And of course, um, many companies are forgetting that you need a little support with English and you just throw them in, you know, at the deep end. If you're an employer and you're listening, I talk to many of you a lot. I speak to you greatly, don't I, in our meetings and stuff about this and trying to educate you on the webinars about how we should not just throw in our team at the deep end and forget forget that they are not native speakers because whilst we're not saying we should give them any uh, special privileges at all but it's important if you want to get the best out of your team if you're an employer or team leader please please dear lord remember remember that okay and give them a little bit more time now um you know when we think about it it's really um not that you're not good enough at language okay but it's all of the different colloquialisms, okay, and the pronunciation of words, okay, that can happen to any of us when we're nervous, all right? And then on top of having to do that, you have to deal with colleagues who are throwing question after question at you and speak over other people talking. 
it's really, really hard for a native speaker, let alone you speaking it as a second language, all right? So really, the main thing is you need the support of your team, your company, your managers. And sometimes we have to be our own advocates. Being an advocate means speaking up for ourselves and saying, hey, boss, you know, I really do want to do this presentation, but don't forget, English is my second language, and I might just need a little bit more time to ensure this is right, because I don't want to make a mess of it in front of the directors. Give your boss a heads up or your team leader. Don't just always agree to it. See if you can negotiate a bit of extra time to prepare this, all right? In addition, if you're a boss, a manager, a team leader, a director, please bear that in mind and give your team members or staff member a bit more time, all right? Now, companies should always invest in language learning, but not just that, okay? They should actually invest in presentations, okay? Presentation coaching. This is what I do. So if you're corporate and you want to get in touch with me about that, there is plenty of information on eslbusinessexperts.com. Check out my corporate coaching on there. Drop me a message on Telegram or email, okay? Telegram's faster. And we can talk about what we can do to help your team perform and really give a fantastic sterling performance, okay? But you absolutely need to give that support to them, all right? Or at least give them a staff member that they can work with to sort this out. The third thing that's a big one, I have to say, causes a lot of distress, this one, is banter. Now, what is banter? Hmm? You know, um, people who like to tease a little bit, a little bit, we would say they might be playful, but it's a bit of chat, we would say. Banter is very British in many respects. Um, typically, these people sort of sit there in the office and they sort of mock their customers and mimic people and like maybe mimic an accent or two. And we have sadly had some cases where, you know, constantly correcting you as a non-native English speaker, might you might feel like you're being undermined or bullied and it sounds like you probably are, and in which case that absolutely, um, you know, does need does need to be dealt with. Okay, you do need to report that because it's not acceptable in any in employer's um, capacity. You should be accepting colleagues and staff doing that. Okay, so you've got to step in and be the right type of team leader and director too. All right. Um, now also, when it comes down to it, okay, these colleagues can make your life hell. Right. Um, I've even had it, I had this once, and oh my goodness, it was a bit of a nightmare, where a team member was deliberately, deliberately, okay, so it was on purpose, maliciously, they were like a, a narcissist from hell, um, teaching, teaching their, 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 like, colleague the wrong meaning for a phrase on purpose, you know, they thought it was a great joke. Absolutely not. Absolutely despicable, right? Okay. So really, these types of particular colleagues can really make your life a living hell. All right, and how do you know you can trust it when it comes to something important if you do that? Um, you know, how do you know you won't be overlooked because they don't think your English is good enough? So all of these things, okay, um, are important to you, and I totally get that, and that's why I offer the coaching sessions to really get you ready for workplaces that are international. Um, you can get a masterclass with me. Again, you can have a free chat with me for 30 minutes to find out more about that. Just follow the links down below. But those masterclasses are preparation for when you get into that international environment because sometimes you can be dealing with a lot more things than just learning a new job or a new country okay and we want to give you the skills the resilience and the responses all right we want the responses to these people if they do it i'm going to give you the tools to deal with them put them in their place get it resolved move on and they won't be saying anything anytime soon by the time you're finished with them all right okay in the nicest way possible so Really, 
you know, you're hardworking, you have to overcome language barriers, you're constantly challenging yourself to do better, okay? Um, and really, when we think about it, you are just doing the best you can, all right? But remember, I don't want your confidence to take a kicking because being a native speaker makes no one a better employer or employee purely because of the language they grew up speaking, right? Um, I work with a fantastic Japanese client. She is great. And uh, we had this conversation and, you know, she now believes in herself. This was a belief that she held um, incorrectly, um, as she realized in the end, um, that there was no difference between her and her boss. The only thing that separated her and her boss, in you know, our opinion, was that her boss maybe was a native English speaker, but that didn't make her smarter. You know, that was the assumption that her boss must be smarter. Absolutely not. There's many ways to measure intelligence, and it's not just the speed or fluency at which you speak English. Okay. In fact, this is part of the problem, and this can then lead to the next problem, which is isolation. All right. So sometimes if you're having a bad day and you've got all of this hassle and pressure on you, you just want to let off a little bit of steam. That's a great expression, right? Okay. Um, and really, if you've got good colleagues, then that can help. All right. But if if you want to yell in your own language, right, when everything turns to chaos, um, surrounded by only native speakers, well, you know, how do you get to do that? Well, I think you can. I really do think. I think you should be able to go and let off steam in your own language and just They'll have to get used to it, right? I think it's really important that you can express yourself. Um, if your job requires you to speak English all day long and you don't have a lot of time for breaks and you haven't really taken time away, you can get so immersed in English that you are isolated from your own language. And that can feel weird, right? In the end, you start to feel like you don't know who you are. So it's really important that you take time out in your day to just chat with somebody in your own language as well. I did say in your own language. Um, and really, so you don't feel so cut off, all right? And speak out loud to yourself in your own language. You know, mutter under your breath. It's fine, okay? And um, in staff meetings, this can happen a lot. You know, look, native English speakers take over that conversation. Um, they don't give you the few extra seconds you need to understand what's being said. This is a big problem, and I work so hard in my corporate coaching and teams to get that little extra gap in for all of you so that you get a chance to breathe and speak. Okay, but I also teach you tips. If you want to come into a session with me, I will teach you tips how you can get that gap for yourself. You can interrupt the meeting, get the pause that you need so you can gather your thoughts, think it through, and then respond. Because what is happening far too often, and I don't know if this sounds like you, is that you are not saying what you want to in the meetings because it goes too fast. By the time you've constructed your response in your head, they're on to something else. I will teach you a technique to basically get what you need to say in there. Okay, all right. So when you think about it, if that's happening and you're a manager, this behavior is silencing and exclusionary behavior, right? Even if you don't realize you're doing it, take a look at it. It's dismissing, um, you know, English speakers as a second language as being slow, and they're not, okay? Absolutely not. So I'm an absolute ambassador for you and champion and advocate for you all, because I know the challenges and I understand what is going on for you, okay? Um, if any of this sort of resonates with you, okay, I, I am sorry that that happens, but bear in mind there's lots we can do together, right? Lots we can do together to fix this for you and give you the tips, as I say, and techniques to help you retake control of that meeting. Um, you can just drop in with me, okay? You can put a little message in Telegram, okay? Ring into this program here, ask for my help, and I will give you those tips totally free of charge. Also sign up to my newsletter, as I said earlier, 
And of course, if you found my podcast of help to you, support, motivation, whatever it is, please do consider buying me a cup of coffee. Um, it really helps me continue making these podcasts because all of it takes time and money. And of course, you know, let's face it, sometimes my health isn't so great as well. So it does take a lot to push through it, but I want to still be here for all of you for as long as I can. In addition, in addition, it helps me provide, like we've got at the moment, nine free places available, right? Okay, thanks for a very generous sponsor. So thank you for that. Um, to help people who couldn't ordinarily afford it. And I want to reach out to you if you're if you're a medic, okay, if you're a teacher, if you are somebody who's going to make a big difference, be able to reach more people, if we can help you improve your English, I want to help you first. So please enter that competition, get in touch, let me know how it's going to change your life or help you change other people's lives. And you will be one of the people, I'm sure, who will win that prize, okay? So good luck, everybody. Keep going, keep believing, and don't let anybody tell you that you don't sound great. You are doing amazingly well. I'm sure each and every one of you are pushing forward at the rate you can go at. Good luck. I'll see you soon. Take care. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.